welcome Tony, Brian, and Kelsey with Scaredy Cats. Thank you so much for being here with us. This is our very first live podcast recording, and we are so excited that all of you guys could join us. Well, pe- people showed up. You owe me five bucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Now, for anyone who's not familiar with Scaredy Cast, I'm Kelsey Dickerson. We have Brian. We have Tony. And we are a weekly podcast where if you are into podcasts or streaming, you can follow us on any of your streaming devices, including Apple, Spotify, and things like that. But we love talking about everything spooky, creepy, and just plain unexplainable today. Yeah. Uh, so these guys actually started Scaredy Cast five years ago and only four months ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came in, but uh, <laughs> I'm a newbie. But hey, we're we're going up. Our listeners are going up. Uh, we're doing our first live show, so you know what? I'm taking some credit for that. <laughs> but um, it was like an instant, like love at first sight. Tony was like, "Yeah, you know, we do this thing, this little podcast, and I like Bigfoots and stuff." And I was like, "I literally have a Bigfoot on my keychain," and I was like, "Bam!" And then he was like, "Hey, we'll have you on the podcast sometime." And I was like, a "Deal!" And he's like, "How about we just do the podcast?" And I was like. Oh, my God. Where have you been my whole life? And now we're married. (laughs) Nine months later, we had a boy. Don't tell your girlfriends and wives. (laughs) Well, anyways. So uh, we have a great show, though, for everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And our our podcast, if you guys have listened to before, is sort of structure. Not really. Um, But today we have a little bit of guidance because, you know, we wanted to wanted to make it more of a show. We have some really fun stuff planned. And uh, we're so excited that for our first show ever, like you guys are here. And this is just like super cool for us. Like, I can't believe it. So, Give it up for Jeff, cameraman camera guy. Jeff, Woo, here Jeff, nice. Making sure. Down um, in front. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, where do we start? Yeah, so the way that it's going to be structured a little bit, we would love to get your guys' input if anything creepy or weird has happened to you at the end of the show. But first, uh, like Brian mentioned, every week we do kind of start with a little bit of banter back and forth. Tony usually has some great news stories for us to react to of weird things that have happened during Are the week. Are you ready for it? I don't think we're ready for it. Hopefully you guys have braced yourselves uh, for this tonight. And then also we have some absolutely amazing guests that are going to join us, talk about paranormal, talk about their experiences as well. And then at the end, we will welcome you guys up to hopefully share some of your experiences, ask us some questions, or I don't know, maybe just if you want to boo us on the microphone, whatever you guys would like to do. Any questions, whatever. One star reviews. That's fine. Hey, reviews are review. You know, Uh, do we do we also have the REM pod? Is that happening? We do have a REM pod. We're going to, if uh, we might even do a little ghost investigation, if maybe something's here with us, we don't know. Yeah. So we'll see where the night takes us. We have some That's concessions right. back there, um, some merch and stuff like that. Thank you, Ghost Light Theater, for uh, hosting us and letting us be here. This is very, very cool. Let's get right into it, Tone. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Um, how many of you guys have actually listened to the podcast before? Okay. So oh, wow. a few. Okay. All right. So for those that haven't, this news stories, it'll give you a taste of what you're in for. Um, <laughs> in Gainesville, Texas. I'm so glad you, we're not starting with a Florida story. <laughs> that would go. <laughs> it's it's usually either it's Texas really or Florida. <laughs> yeah. Um, is where you might just find the horniest haunting in America. Oh. I swear. This is what's being reported here. Um, 
<laughs> that is quite the award. The horniest haunting in America. Yeah, who judges that? Yeah. Um, what, <laughs> what are there's the parameters? A, uh, well, there's a spooky homestead there in Texas owned by Linda Hill. And the uh, she just says that the hauntings there are very sexual. Ooh. There's no other way to put it. <laughs> All they get is... <clears throat> Uh, well, she she says that one time she was taking a shower when she noticed a dark figure peering through the shower curtain. Okay. And said, and she heard the figure whisper, looking good. Oh, oh. come on. You know what? It could have been way worse. What if they were like, hey. Well, she thought it was her husband until her husband actually walked in. And then she was like, oh, wait, that was not my husband. But they have said that they've also heard whisperings throughout the house like, oh, baby, oh, baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the whispers of, yeah, I like it like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cardi B's in the house. Yeah. What what's is going this? On? Now, <laughs> on the history of this homestead, it was originally built in the 1840s and served as a brothel. There you go. I was okay. going to say, this has got to be like a disco or something. Disco, that, like, shut down. Does- <laughs> that's what they say. Like, like, oh, but you know, it's like funky, you know. Okay, know, that's just me. I that's guess. just what you call disco yeah. clubs. Yeah, whatever. But it does. Uh, it is up for rent if anybody wants to stay the night in a horny. I'm down. Homestead, you know what? If you're so. ever feeling like lonely or bad about yourself, you can go there, take a shower. Yeah. You know, have someone hit on you. Yeah. I don't know who it's going to be, but hey, nobody wants to date you living, but maybe someone from the, you know, maybe one of the dead. Yeah. It's like, hey, what you got going on? It's like, you know, a little boost. It's like a little. Yeah, I'll take it. Compliments, compliment, man. Dead or alive. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you know, I think we need a shower, Brian, with some compliments. This is really. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. That's all I need. <laughs> Wait. OK, so it was a brothel that when did it close? Do you know? Did they it don't say. say yeah. okay. It was 1840s whenever it was opened. So it's so. only like the patrons that were there that are ha- doing the hauntings. It's not any of the people that used to work there because I can't. Well, maybe it might be as I well. I guess not. I don't know. They didn't go into that. It does sound like it's maybe the patrons there. They do say there was a murder there. Oh, that'll and do it. A 19 foot well was found built under the house. Oh, wells are always so, creepy. Hmm. If you have a well on your property, I think you just have to just yeah. go with the fact that that's where the bodies are. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like if people own pigs. Because the pigs will eat a body like in a day or something and you'll have no trace. If you ever get a pig, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to be really worried. <laughs> now, you know, now I just gave away my secret. You know, what? fun fact. I don't know how true this is. So maybe it's a semi fact, but I believe in Arizona there are laws against brothels still. So that's why sororities and colleges can't technically live on campus in a sorority, because I think it's like you can't have more than five or ten women living together in a single like household. Right. I didn't know. Wild Wild West, y'all. Huh. I've never heard of that before. What you Someone got? Someone fact checked me. Uh, <laughs> I don't have. Okay. So if anybody knows me, I'm into Bigfoot. I don't believe he's real, but I want to believe. Man, I want him to be real. We're going to find him one day. But one day. Maybe it'll be us. <laughs> Scaredy Cast is going to expose it. <laughs> but uh, I have this story that I was like, uh, what? Now, I've never had an experience myself, um, but because I am now in Scaredy Cast, one of these days I would love to go on a, a little hunt yeah. for the hairy man himself. Would you come with? Um, I would be a little worried. Okay, so there's definitely different versions of Bigfoot, right? Oh my God. There's like 800,000, like everywhere has, and some of these I will go over. Some of them are a little goofy, Uh, but there's basically, yeah, like every country, every continent, there is different versions of a Bigfoot, a Sasquatch, a Yeti, Yowie, whatever. There's a million and a half names. So are you only a fan of the OG Bigfoot? 
that's like, or you like all of the all inclusive. No, it's 2022. I don't, I don't discriminate. <laughs> Isn't there one actually in Arizona that has this? There is. And so that's interesting. You mentioned that because this is near Prescott in Prescott, Prescott. Prescott? You guys are all from Arizona, right? Like Prescott, Prescott. Prescott, Prescott. How do you say it? Prescott. I've lived here my whole life and I don't know. Prescott. Any, okay. Prescott. So uh, Yavapai County, Arizona. This is from November of 2007. Listen to the story. And I was like, oh, okay, we found one here. And there is rumors of a desert Bigfoot, which mm, I don't know. Nothing can sit. Well, we survive here, but what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this person, um, I think, went on and posted this anonymous story, but I want to read this because it's pretty crazy. Are you sure it wasn't you that posted this anonymous story? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You'll never know. So this guy says, hello, I'm writing to your website because of some strange goings on about the place I own out here in the Yavapai County, Arizona. We have the remnants of what used to be a working ranch from uh, from years ago. Some livestock left in from those days, a few horses, a few Brahma. I don't know what that is. A couple of goats out there and Longhorn. I won in a bar fight in Mexia down in Limestone County, Texas. And recently <laughs> we think we have a Bigfoot around. We used to winter horses for people around these parts who were snowbirds, but no more because of the mystery disappearances that happen there. In fact, Lots of mysterious things like that happen around the place, especially as fall nears and the weather cools like September, October, November. Nothing happens in the summer out here. One notable incident was the disappearance of one of my best dogs, part pit bull slash shepherd mix. He wasn't afraid of anything and was a great watchdog for the lower pasture. He guarded the grazing stock and two sheep we used to have and the goats from local mountain lions and bobcats. So good boy. Now, you may say the dog wandered off, but he was 10 years old and never left the site of the main house. He was a devoted dog. Some have said a bear came in from the forest at night and took him. But my middle son found him exactly 14 feet up in the crotch of a pinion pine tree with his neck snapped. Oh, my God. No Wait. teeth marks found. No bear claw marks. No mountain lion tears. Just a broken neck and tossed up into that tree. Or if not tossed up, someone must have put the dog's buddy body up on that pinion which my son had trouble reaching we all tried to explain but to no avail now on to the sheep i bartered with a half i'm not gonna put this, say that uh i bartered with someone for a ram and a ewe and had them down uh in the grazing along with this with the stock, horses, goats, and such. We only had them a short while and they disappeared. For a while, we thought the previous owner snuck back uh, back here, loading up the two and carried them off. But my wife ran uh, into the fellow in the hardware store in town and talked to him about the disappearance. He came home that day with my wife and together we went out looking for a sign. We found nothing that day and I didn't believe anything had to do uh, with the sheep disappearance. He told me a far out story that got me thinking, though, which is why I looked up Bigfoot on the Internet. Anyways, he told me a place up in the Sierra Prieta Ponderosa Forest, um, which is in the Yavapai. Oh, sorry. Where this Yavapai Indian woman ran her small flock of sheep in the company of her young cousin, a blue Merle Cooley and a border collie that kept her flock together at night, fending off attacks by mountain lions and bobcats. 
sometimes wolverines. This one season, the woman and her cousin were bringing the flock down off the mountain grazing. It was late October and snows were expected. She said she was not feeling well and laid down in a grassy meadow to rest, but woke up when she heard the sheep bleeding. Um, her cousin yelling and the dogs loudly onto something. The women shepherder said she got to her feet in time to see her two dogs biting at the heels of a big hairy man. Oh no. As he ambled off, escaping with a big U under his arm, the hairy man tried to fend off the biting dogs, kicked the one coolie dog all to hell. Uh, this might be what befell my dog. She called off the dogs and watched the hairy man disappear into the pine trees with his prize. He explained the hairy man to her was what we call Bigfoot or Sasquatch. She only told the story once to an elder and she won't speak of it any anymore, but she mentioned that they come down from the north in winter. Um, and then I'll skip ahead to the last little part. He says, we worked uh, the horses around this area and around the thick brush. Soon we came to a stream and stopped to gather our bearings and water the horses. Dismounting, I thought I heard someone cough. Uh, I asked and nobody heard it but me. My horse jerked up, snorted, and became uneasy, sensing something none of us could see. The other mounts followed. All of us were focusing on keeping the horses under control as they danced about, bucking, kicking, and snorting. My sons thought mountain lion. Uh, I wasn't sure. We stood together by the stream listening, calming the horses when the dogs started looking towards the thickest of tangled brush. Then the barking started in earnest and they took off. Still, we couldn't see anything, but by now we all expected the dogs to tree a mountain lion. We couldn't follow. The brush was too thick, but the dog noise seemed to end about 20 yards into the thick brush and brambles. We kept calling and calling. Finally, the dogs returned and then took off again. Pretty soon, the dogs returned with tongues hanging out, breathing heavy. We leashed the dogs up and took them and led the horses back down to the stream. The dogs settled down some, but the horses didn't as we were making an effort to saddle up again. Then this is when it happened. There came this howl that lengthened into a scream that at first sounded like... <laughs> I don't know what a... Does anyone know what a Brahma is? Save the Brahma. B-R-A-H-M-A. A Brahma? Bull? A bull. Okay. A Brahma bull. I, the rock. The what? The rock. Dwayne Johnson? Dwayne Johnson. He was the Brahma bull. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so... You could have saved a lot of confusion if you would have jumped just in Just said the, the rock. Beginning. So now this guy said uh, the scream that first sounded like a Brahma fart, which now I'm just going to say sounded like the rock farting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a low. Don't get cooking. us excited now, all right? Like, come on, <laughs> what kind of show is this? Can you smell? Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what he meant. Mm. Uh, so it was a low. It was low and guttural and drug out, uh, ending up into a high pitched drone like a woman screaming bloody murder. My body reacted with a chill and goosebumps, mainly because the scream was coming from very close, somewhere in that thicket of brambles where the dogs had been. The scream was long and kind of dragged out, the kind of noise that gets your attention really fast. Um, uh, then it got quiet, not a sound, no birds, no crickets, no nothing. Oh. Everything was very still except for the horses. The dogs were now cowering between my legs and their ears pricked toward the thicket. Then in the distance, we heard another scream. It must've come across from the next Valley. Now we're figuring there's fixing to be two of these Bigfoot. And I felt fear for the first time. The dogs started whining. My grown boys hurriedly saddled up. We followed and took off down the trail, heading at a full gallop all the way home a good hour later. I've never heard anything like that vocalization before, and I've heard plenty of coyote, wolves, elks, but nothing like that before. And it wasn't any mountain lion. It was four times as powerful. If that was a warning from Bigfoot, we got the message. Whew. 
So quite the story. Here's the thing. I, like I said, I don't believe that Bigfoot for sure exists, but just hearing that story, if any of you have been camping, especially at night when there is Pitch nothing, black. there's yeah. no cars, Absolutely. there's no neighbors. It's just deathly quiet. If I hear any scream, I'm packing up and going home. I was going to say at the end, he's like, oh, it wasn't just one Bigfoot. Maybe there's two. That's where I draw the line. I'm like, I think if you (laughs) even have an idea or an inkling that something supernatural, maybe it's a Bigfoot, maybe not something screaming like a Brahma or whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. Like the rock. Yeah. What, at what point do you guys, can you smell? (laughs) Just like time to go. You just get called a jabroni from the brush. (laughs) (laughs) We don't talk about jabronis. Okay. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. No, but seriously, obviously you put so much investment into, he bought a ranch. He mm-hmm. has this business where all these animals, all these animals, his family is out there. At what point do you draw the line? I feel like one of the biggest frustrations for me, when you see like a scary movie or something like that, it's like, why don't they just leave? But then you, yeah. you break it down and you're like, well, logistically they have a $300,000 mortgage. They just move their right. family across It's like, town. oh, we bought all these acres to be away from people. And yeah. then all of a sudden your dog is up in a tree with its neck snapped. Which, like no human just does that. Which also, you should have given us a trigger warning. Sorry. <laughs> That's really sad. Sorry. One of the saddest yeah, stories It I've happens. Ever. Uh, actually, I think two podcasts ago, I had two more dog stories with Bigfoot. I don't think I was on that one. Yeah. No, you were, you were in Europe still. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways, so the more and more I listen to and, and look up Bigfoot stuff, like, Oh my God, just terrifying. I mean, these things like there's chimpanzees, which are, like smaller than us, but can like rip people's faces off oh, without trying, which has yep. happened. And so it's like, imagine something that's nine foot tall. Well, like what could that do with that strength? So why for anyone that's not familiar with your obsession with Bigfoot, even obsession. though you don't technically Easy. believe in it, what started it for you? Like, w- was it just hearing all these stories and just like what? I was home alone. In- oh no. My parent, this is like the you heard, perfect hey, setup baby, for a coming movie. from the, <laughs> you're, I was taking a, a shower in Texas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I was, I was at home alone and I remember watching a TV show when I was, a, when I was a kid, my parents were at like a dinner thing. I was, I was home alone. I think I was 10, 12. And there was this show on the outdoor life network and it was called Bigfoot encounters. And I was like, okay, it was stupid. And then I watched it and it was like, Oh, okay. This is kind of interesting. And they were like, go to this website, southernbigfoot.com. And I was like, whatever. I was like, this kind of cool. Cause they had like all the night vision and all like the creepy. Oh, did you hear that? And I was like, Oh, okay. 10 year old me is like, I'm, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. So I go down this rabbit hole. I'm like every, everything I'm watching, I'm just like inching closer and closer to my, my computer screen and I'm listening. And if you guys, I telling you go home, if you guys aren't like scared of big, but I don't care, there's vocalizations of these things screaming howling that are just like they're near demonic and it, it it's absolutely like just oh it gives you chills so i'm infatuated i i can't peel my eyes away i'm like oh my god look at this picture and i'm listening to i'm, I'm turning up my speakers and i'm listening to this and then i realize i'm home alone and all the lights are off because it was day when i started and i was like where did the time go so then i'm like shimmying like hugging the walls trying to like flick the light switches on throughout my whole house i was terrified Ugh. and then i told my dad about it and he kind of got into it and was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And then it's just like, I was captivated with how sometimes people are like, Oh yeah, he's like, cool. Like Harry and the Hendersons. And then other times people are like, yeah, he ripped my dog in half. And I'm just like, 
and I have to know more. Why does like, there's got to be a dog? Uh, know, there was a story about, about one in Sedona uh, that this lady heard a bunch of noise in her barn, yeah. came out the next morning, and the horses had their manes ripped off. Man. I don't know what does that, but... <laughs> Bigfoot I mean, needs to chill out. Yeah. Like he needs Especially to the Arizona Bigfoot. Hey, dude, weed is legal now. Bigfoot. Chill out, dude. Yeah. Hit up a dispensary. Like just like braid his, his hair. <laughs> just put some beads in it. Bigfoot comes up with like yeah. some dreadlocks and beads. Yeah. Like, uh, One of those big old like dread. Yeah. He, like, just wanted to make, he just wanted to make like a wig. Yeah. For hey, whatever it takes, man. But he's, he's out here messing people up. Okay, so if Bigfoot is real or any yeah. any version of, mm -hmm. of Bigfoot, what do you believe it is? Do you believe it's a now mostly extinct creature? Um, I was actually just watching this show with William Shatner. He has this new show. It's really interesting. Unexplained? Unexplained, mm -hmm. yes. And he was talking about how there's Neanderthal DNA now that are linked to humans when we thought that all the Neanderthals were dead. So it could open up the door for creatures like Bigfoot actually being a thing as yeah. well as giants and different things that we have in folklore. There's also a ton of people that have claimed to see like orbs or have other sort of like paranormal or uh, like a extraterrestrial alien. There's like maybe some weird connection there. Mm -hmm. um, there is that the thing is there's so many stories yeah. from all over the world. Some of them are probably legends. Of course, people are hoaxing it and making things up, but can every one of the thousands and thousands and thousands of people, can all of them be wrong? Like if anyone here has had a, a, an experience that you're like, nah, no one's going to believe me. Like I had one of those um, and I can't explain it. You can believe me or not. It's not that crazy far-fetched, but at the same time, it's like, I know that is my truth. And a lot of people always say like, I know what I saw. You can believe me or not. Yeah. And some people, they, you know, they'd want to stay um, kind of under the radar because it might, people think they're crazy and they'll be ridiculed for it. And some people go to the grave, not telling their stories. And it's, it's really sad because, you know, it's up to, it's up to you to believe what you want. Um, but I don't know. I, he could be anything. And that's, that's why I, d I don't believe in aliens, but I want to, I don't believe in ghosts, but I want to, I don't believe in Bigfoot, but man, do I want to. You're on the perfect podcast for that then. Yes. <laughs> Cause like, I, I love everything weird we talk about. and I think anything is possible. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I just, I'm fascinated because we have no idea. That's very true. And we're going to be talking about with some people of like what you mentioned of you, like, you know, they're a little bit more sensitive and open mm -hmm. to these things. And it's so true when people, when there's hundreds thousands of stories like this yeah. you can't negate that like you know it may not right. be explainable but there's so many things in life that aren't truly explained yet yeah. um even when if it comes to like scientific findings and things that are more accepted i guess mm -hmm. in life yeah and so you know one day maybe maybe we'll know maybe we won't but until then i'm gonna enjoy reading these stories because like whoo they're, they're they're creepy in the future can we have some with less animal, animal destruction uh, please because hey, ask bigfoot man <laughs> i don't write them i just read them find some more find a story about stoner bigfoot i'm into that now <laughs> yeah so, maybe uh, just like there uh, one time i was at a we were camping and this bigfoot just walks out he just sits down next to us and goes so 
So, yeah, we were out at Burning Started Man. Started eating all of our potato chips. I was at Coachella and Bigfoot showed up and was like, oh, dude. His hair is like tie-dye with like berry oh, juice yeah. and like oh, yeah. <laughs> bleach and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that is kind of my thing. I love cryptids. I love monsters. If anyone doesn't know what a cryptid is, it's a monster that is or a creature that is basically hasn't been documented yet. Hasn't been proven uh, that its existence is, you know, that it exists. So uh, anything cryptids from all kinds of monsters and werewolves or what they call dog man. I love that stuff. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm always watching and reading. And I have a few that I actually want to share that some are creepy. Some are funny um, from all over the world. Okay. Uh, Lay it on us. Okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> Lay it on us. I'm please. really into the Rougarou lately. What's the, the Rougarou? The Rougarou is the werewolf of New Orleans. Oh. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Have you ever been? You have been. To I have to New Orleans. I've never been to New Orleans. No, oh, I, oh, I wish. Oh, we need to oh, do ghost hunts there. Oh my god, absolutely that, incredible. That place has so many stories. Rougarou. I thought it was going to be an, Aust- an Aussie. Aussie. That's no, such that's a bad the, accent. That's the Yowie. <laughs> the Yowie. The Yowie, Yowie. is the. Uh, is Dan from Down Under here? <laughs> did you? Did he no. come all the way up from Australia? He said no? if he won the lottery, he was going to fly here. Dan from Down Under has been a listener since like day one. And yeah, he's always been around. He's amazing. So why is the Rougarou your number one right yeah, now? Yeah, I just like that word. Oh, <laughs> so any okay? There's Rougarou, no Yowie, like those are cool. Yeah, words, they're they're so. fun. Okay, yeah. There is That's, something called the, <laughs> there's something called the Monkey Man of Delhi, and no, not like the sandwich place, but like, uh, like the New capital Delhi. of India. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, that it was this creature that used to jump. If you if you look at um, how a lot of their like houses are laid out, they're very close, and they're like there's not much room between them. You can literally jump from rooftop to rooftop. So apparently, there was this thing that they that looked like a monkey was covered in hair. And it would jump from roof to roof and reach in through people's windows and take their children. Like, how do you explain that to the cops? What if it was just a monkey? Yeah. I've, aren't they doing that? And I think like Japan or something, monkeys are actually taking toddlers yeah. and children. There was like all that video of like, there's like a video of like just kid on the street chilling and this monkey runs up and grabs him by the leg and takes off. And he's like dragging the kid behind him. Ooh, that's pretty awful. Could yeah. you imagine? Don't go there. No. Well, I mean, maybe it's like a real life Mowgli, like, you know, jungle book situation. Yeah, true. Uh, there also is reports of the monkey man from New Delhi, uh, covered in black hair with a metal helmet, metal claws, glowing red eyes, and three buttons on its chest. What? Also, some claim that the monkey man wore roller skates. Now I'm in. Okay. Now <laughs> I'm invested in the monkey. So man. we got a monkey somewhere in New Delhi, and he is roller skating rooftop, <laughs> rooftop to rooftop, stealing children. Metal claws, metal helmet on roller skates. I'm thinking with like a baby in a, like behind him, and he's like, <laughs> "This that's is my cool. favorite cryptid now." Yeah, that's why I'm like Rougarou. Come on, he trained. He trained at Sonic, just <laughs> waiting for the day to skate on rooftops and steal babies. Uh, others, however, what? Keep going. Sorry, other. Others, however, describe the monkey man as having a more vulpine snout, so more like a dog, more uh, pronounced, and being up to eight feet tall and muscular, it would leap from building to building. I, okay. 
I don't know about you, but if any eight foot thing is jumping from rooftops and you hear it on my roof, oh my God, I don't care if it's wearing roller skates. And he's roller skating. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, oh, that's funny. Who made the roller I'm skates? Gonna, uh, nope, I'm <laughs> out. That are that, like the roller skates got to be this big. Shaq. Shaq is out in New Delhi. Like Shaquille O'Neal. Jumping rooftop to rooftop, stealing kids. You know, you he there, does have a lot of business ventures, so. Uh, I see knows. right there, there's the unpopular culture tab. Where, uh, has there been movies made about yeah, Yes, 2009 Bollywood films. There is, um, I'm not even going to try and explain that, or I mean, uh, try and sound that out. The Monkey Man has never been caught on tape, so that's always like, mm, well, oh, I don't believe that. Okay, but also if he's in an area where maybe not everyone has access to technology, True. that could be very explainable. How, like, how many stories? He's got three buttons there? on his stomach, so maybe he's got a little bit of technology. He's like Darth <laughs> Vader. He stole all the Now he's Darth Vader? <laughs> well, I mean, he's got the button. You know, like a little box? little... The monkey man has buttons on his chest? Yeah, that's what he said. Three three buttons and roller skates. What? <laughs> Look, I, I'm just reading, man. I didn't make this up, okay? There's also something called red cap, which is um, a type of malevolent murderous goblin found in border folklore. I don't know. Oh, Anglo-Scottish. Uh, he is said to inhabit ruined castles, mm. especially those that were the scenes of tyranny or wicked deeds, and is known for soaking his cap in the blood of his victims. Does he got anything? Uh, he just has a red cap, and he's called Red Cap, and he's basically... I. I basically picture a garden gnome that just creates <laughs> okay. trouble. A Scottish garden gnome. Yeah, he's just, he's just kind of a thing, but it's it's one of those things that have been around for generations and generations and generations. So Red Cap is out there. Then there's more terrifying ones like the dog man that tears people apart. And, you know, it's crazy. So look, if you Google cryptids, you'll find everything. Sea ones, thunderbirds, they're giant birds in the air. Some go back thousands of years. Some go back uh, 10, 20. There has been some new cryptids that have been uh, come out, you know, but I got to know more about this uh, roller skating monkey, man. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of it's kind of impressive. If if there's an eight foot guy mm -hmm. rolling like roller skating on top of my roof, I'd be like, all right, maybe you do deserve a baby. I'd be I don't like, know. Hey, take my kid. Like, yeah, you're like, you, know, yeah, like, you worked impressed. really hard for that. You're <laughs> obviously going to teach him better skills than me. So, like, <laughs> keep doing you, man. Like, the center of gravity that he must have to be able to do that. The athleticism. Mm -hmm. Yep. My kid will grow up to be in the NBA or something. And if he stays with me, he's Ooh. probably just going to grow up to play video games. And Yeah, maybe he's just training. <laughs> he's like an nice, army of children skating. yeah, for the Olympics. Yeah, who <laughs> He's knows? just training them for... I'll tell you right now, I have two kids. Neither of them can roller skate. So. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you need can to have a talk kids? with them. Can they steal babies? <laughs> no. They can't, they can't do that either. They can't leap from rooftop to rooftop. Nothing. Man, no buttons. They no just no hang buttons out. on their chest. Um, have you checked? I want to know what these buttons are about on the I monkey know. man. I know. Maybe it helps like it was like Nos, like for his like skates to like yeah, yeah his little power. Like, yeah. Nos, pretty cool. <laughs> Who knows? I have never heard of that before. That is wild. So I know uh, Tony here is terrified of the ocean. Is anyone here else like terrified of like deep dark ocean? Yeah, yeah. Dude. or yeah. things that exist in it, or not even just the things that it maybe inhabit, but literally just empty space of water. And it's like it's the deep ocean, but it's also just like the like whenever I'm watching Deadliest Catch, there was an episode of Deadliest Catch, and they had like oh there's a problem in the bottom of the boat. Anytime I see a bottom of a boat under from underwater, that is the most terrifying thing in the world. Like in Finding Nemo. I was just when 
he touches say, the butt? Yes, like all of that. Just, I don't know why that's so scary, but it's just like, oh my god, that's the it's underneath a little of the baby boat. fish, and he touches the butt. I think it's just because it's up there, and like the camera's pointed up at that, and it's like I don't know what's down here. I don't want to shame you for being afraid of that, but Finding Nemo is a beautiful movie. I mean, I don't know why it, you were actually like, oh my god. Is wow. it, is See, I'm right? afraid of sharks. I'm not afraid of. Oh yeah, boats. I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm totally. Afraid. I I never would go in the ocean. So for what no you, no reason. We talk about stuff that we are scared of, and so what are you afraid of? Like what what goes? Oh no no, I'm out. Like I'm not doing that. Oh my gosh, everyone's going to judge me. Um, first of all, I just want to say you probably have a bigger chance of getting attacked by a bigfoot than a shark. We don't shark hate here. Sharks are they get a bad rep. <sighs> yeah, but we know sharks exist. Yeah, do and we? they eat yeah. people. Do we? Yeah, and, and dogs. Okay, I have the most irrational fear of zombies. I know that the likelihood of this <laughs> happening is slim to none, but it's not none. It's not none, for sure. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. So I'm saying there's a chance. I just, when I saw the Dawn of the Dead remake in the early 2000s, I just imagined all of these hundreds of thousands of dead living dead coming at you you don't you can't get seven billion bullets you're not surviving that like i just know that shows them like surviving for like a few months or whatever but you're not surviving you're not outrunning a zombie you know how many americans right now are like bet (laughs) (laughs) well not me i'm like you know what i'm I'm gonna be like i either want to be patient zero of a zombie and like everyone just hates me me. yeah Yeah. (laughs) no but that is my Zombies, like an like actual zombie apocalypse. I used to have, not even kidding, like three to four nightmares of zombies a week. It was, I know it's like so crazy. Oh my God, no, but, like yeah. I'm actually sorry. That's terrifying. <laughs> I was scared of them when I was a kid, but now they're so much pop culture. So I'm like, whatever. But like, yeah, aw. I think it was like at the beginning of when it started to become more popularized. Yeah, and yeah. before zombies were pictured as they're very slow moving and like not very smart. And now like, you know, this, this yeah. idea of a zombie has evolved and I don't think it's that far obviously there's we have like versions of zombies that are not quite like what we think about in the horror Mm. world but you know things can happen like you know someone could be if like the zombie apocalypse kicked off do you have a plan (laughs) me kelsey oh my plan i mean she has like her number one fear is zombies i just assumed like i'm going straight to walmart and stocking up stocking up here and then i'm going to this and this like do you have a where would you go or are you one of those people that's like i got one gun and one bullet i'm ending it (laughs) no i would try um you would try and survive you'd fight i would try i don't think i'd be very successful i can't even (laughs) i can't even run for two minutes so i don't think that's gonna happen for me um we're screwed I think I would try to wait it out in my house for like a week or two, like fill up my tub with water, you mm, know, try to good. like just be in a very secluded spot. Mm-hmm. But I have no weapons. I have no survival training. Man. But, you know, maybe I could like become like the, the leader of the zombies or something somehow. Maybe I there can come go. up with like, you know, a monkey man suit and like, Ooh, hey, have like some dude, monkey control. man suit would survive. Yeah, I, yeah, I bet you would, zombies would couldn't keep fun. up with you on roller yeah. skates. Yeah. Especially if you're jumping from roof to roof. Yeah. yeah. Right. Great. Yeah. <laughs> this, this show right. is going off the rails. It's going off the rails. So I think we need to have someone join us to help us yeah. get us back on track. Um, without further ado, I would love to introduce you guys to the beautiful Zipporah. She is going to join us. Welcome, Zipporah. 
So Zipporah has a lot of absolutely amazing paranormal stories. Um, we were talking with her about a week or two ago about some of her experiences, and she's been so kind enough to join us to share them with you and share them with us today. So welcome, Z. Thank you so much. And first of all, thank you guys so much for having me and congrats on this being your first live show. That is super exciting and I'm excited to be part of it. Now, for anyone who's not familiar, what would you say, like, how would you explain your, would you say it's a gift? Would you say it's something that you've honed in? What would you explain to anyone who's not sure what you've been through or your sensitivities? So I more so just feel energy like very strongly. And I always have, I was, um, around it a lot as a kid, I guess, like it was very normalized. Um, the paranormal was not so much like something to be feared, but just another part of life. So I think going into it at a young age, being aware of it in that way, like it was never like, oh no, like I'm scared or anything like that. It was like, oh, it's just another, you know, energy. It's, it's everywhere. It's everything. So kind of like that. <laughs> what would you say? Like, how old were you when you first either notice this or maybe did you have someone in your life that talked to you through it? What exactly, what was like the beginning of you noticing like, oh, maybe I might have something here. Maybe I can notice things that other people maybe don't or they're shut off from. So my first experiences, I actually started working at a castle in Manitou Springs, Colorado, and it had been a children's um, like hospital that had burned down. So there was a lot of children's spirits around in that area. So we had represented the castle and the castle kind of represented um like trying to help kids at that point to kind of like remake that name and rebuild just a very positive ground there but there were a lot of children's spirits so while working there you know you would start to have those experiences and I was very young when I started that so um like I would have pictures with orbs all around me as a kid so it was just seeing those it was so fascinating and hearing about them and the lady that ran the castle was very open about talking about it and kind of explaining, you know, no, they're not to be feared. You know, they're very they're just kids like they they're scared. So, you know, me being a kid as well, I was like, oh, like, I understand that. You know, let me let me try to communicate with you. And that kind of escalated from there of like, oh, this is possible. Oh, man. What would you say? Um, like not necessarily your scariest, but your most like intense, um, like what, what's the most intense thing that's happened in at the castle? So at the castle, one of the most intense things, um, it was, I was actually down, there was like a doll room. And so the doll room was split. There was dolls. And then there was also like a firefighter section. So I went down there. I know it was like a weird setup. Um, Did they have clowns too? <laughs> no, thankfully. <laughs> dolls and firefighters just don't go like hand in hand <laughs> for me. But you never know. Yeah. Everybody's we, got we, a we don't doll judge room, here on right? Security Cast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have a firefighter room. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. In there. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, down in that room, um, I think I was like six or seven. So I was still pretty young. I'd went down in there and um, I started introducing myself because I had heard that there was a lot of activity in there. So like when everyone else was up doing adult things, I was like, I'm going to go play. So I ran down there and... I started, you know, I introduced myself. I was like, hello, you know, my name is Zipporah. Um, you know, is anyone down here? Like, I would love to communicate with you if there's any children. And so like in 
the doll room, there was display cases. So there was a little rocking chair and it started to rock. And so I saw that and I was like, and then like, I felt just this heavy energy around me. And so I was like, okay, something's here. So I start like continuously talking, just kind of, you know, as a little kid, you're just like, okay, um, (laughs) you know, what else? And then a fire alarm went off. And so that was the point. As soon as that went off, I booked it. I was like, okay, I'm kidding. I don't, I really, no, no, thank you. So like the ones that they had in school that like hurt, they're um, so loud. No, no. Like, and honestly, that's where I, it wasn't super loud, but also I was panicking. So I think the panic was like Mm -hmm. that, but yeah, Mm -hmm. so it was down there. So somebody had to come shut it off. And then whenever I went to go talk to the lady that kind of like ran the castle, she was like, Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Like they're just playing and kind of just like calmed it down. But I think that was like the first incident that I had that was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. This is, this is a thing. Hey, well, you know what goes? It's still legal. All right. You little brat. Can't Don't be pulling the fire stuff. alarm. I know. Okay? I know. What's up with that? <laughs> Especially with the history. I mean, I don't know. Do you think it was a playful thing? You said that you felt a heavy energy. Is that so maybe heavy was not the right word, but definitely because like I, I didn't feel afraid. Mm-hmm. But in the same sense, being young, there's that slight fear, like once you hear a loud noise where it's just that shock factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get a very like not a harmful energy. There was only one point in the castle that I had felt just like a dark energy. And I had looked up and there was um, it was up in the like army fatigue room like there was different like, memorial stuff for different people who had passed and in the window there was just a dark shadow figure and I remember my mom was there with me and I was like mom there's something in that window and she looked up and she's like and the castle was closed at that point so everyone had lights out you know closed everything up but there was just that figure standing in the window and then it had gone so that was the only point where I felt just like that doesn't feel right okay man you are uh, much braver than I <laughs> You're, you as a little girl is much more braver than I. <laughs> like, Honestly, I don't think I could now. Little me was just like, oh, yeah, let's what could go wrong? <laughs> let's make friends. No, and they're yeah, like, no. OK, yeah, yeah, they're like, I'll be a friend. So as you've gotten older, obviously, this experience, you were young. You were in a space where a huge tragedy has happened. So, of course, it's probably going to and you were open to it as well. As you've grown older, what have you noticed? Do you still have these types of stories? Do you still f- get feelings? like this like what has been your experience like more recent so as of more recent um up where i lived there was a lot of history as well with um you know there's a lot of battlegrounds and a lot of just bloodshed on the land so i started experiencing a lot of things whenever i'd moved there and um i actually ended up like saying, I don't, I don't want to talk to them anymore. I don't want any part of this anymore because I did start having like heavier, darker experiences that I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't want to get involved with anything too dark, but I do have orbs that sometimes follow me. So, um, like I have a video of me and, um, an orb flew past me and I looked out my window and I was like, huh, like I kind of feel like there's a neighbor out. Like I feel like I'm being watched. And then I replayed the video because I was doing like a hair video or something. And, um, I was like, Oh my gosh, there's an orb. And directly after I was like, huh, I feel like someone is here. So I do have that. And that was a little bit more recent. And then, um, yeah, like 
I'll go on vacation and like take a couple photos and I'm like, oh, look, there's orbs with me. Like, I feel like orbs are a very um, light energy, though. Like, I don't feel a dark heaviness from them, at least in my experiences with the ones that I have. So I know I was going to ask for anyone who's not maybe familiar with an orb or what it might signify. What in your mind is that to you? So it's like a light, more light energy, more welcome energy. Yes, yes, for sure. I view orbs as just like not harmful energies, entities, whatever you want to call it. And um, I've actually learned this little secret that's kind of creepy. If you do take a picture of an orb, you can zoom in and sometimes see the face of whoever it might be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you guys are learning stuff here, yeah. right? If you see an orb in your picture, uh, scroll in at your own discretion. Yes, yes. Wow. <laughs> if you see it. Uh, so a lot of people uh, communicate with ghosts using Ouija boards, or they attempt to. Is that something that you've ever dabbled in? Have you ever tried? Or She's like shaking her head. No, She's like yeah. absolutely not. But I'm just saying that is a common thing that most people are like. Ah, let's just let's just try. Let's communicate. Or are you moving it? No, are you moving it. And some people are like, yeah, this is this is real. Like I never touch it. Some people are like, yeah, I, I do it sometimes. It's like a seance. It's like no big deal. Uh, what's your take on that? Um, I personally have never used a Ouija board. I do believe that it is not safe and not a good way to connect. If if you're able to connect, I don't think that you need that kind of realm to help like butt into it. Because yeah. then I think at that point you're welcoming um, probably not the right spirits that you want to be talking to in the first place. Like if you have a loved one that you want to talk to, I think that all of us have the ability to kind of connect with that a lot easier than we would ever think. So it's just more so. So I don't you, you definitely think there's like a like a power there. Like there's something that unlocks. Yeah, there, there's yeah. something there. Definitely. OK. Yeah. OK. I don't want any part of it. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Yeah, cool. Did cool. you see on the news? Um, it was like a week ago or so. This old lady, this like grandma had passed and everybody got to the got to their funeral and the grandma had made these cards and you open the card up and at the top is her picture and it says, let's keep in touch. And at the bottom is a little tiny Ouija board. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I swear to God. It's like, I was like, oh my gosh, that's, I'm stealing that. <laughs> I can't wait to die now and do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like so funny. Oh now. man. Just leave me your number, dude. Leave me your, leave me your Ouija board. <laughs> Let me know how it, gets, how it goes. All right. Oh, oh my gosh. Tony, have you ever done a Ouija board? No. I feel like, no. no. I haven't either. I don't know why. I feel like you no. would like be the one to be like, yeah, whatever. No. No, no I'm right. good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't think I would either. Like, it's one of those things. Is like, I don't even want to. Even even if there's a chance that I could be like, hey, demons, what's up? It's me, your boy. Like, I'm good. <laughs> You're I don't boys wanna. with demons. <laughs> I, that's not a surprise. <laughs> yeah. If there's a chance that I could be, I don't even want to. No, I'm not going to risk it. I don't no, know. I agree. Um, so before we get too far down that rabbit hole, um, just really quick, Z, for anyone, you did say, like, if we're using a Ouija board, maybe that's not welcoming the right sort of thing. But what do you do when you maybe want to get in? In that spot maybe you want to get in that realm where you're like open to energies or possibly like you know feeling people is there anything special that you do does it just come to you um so it depends on the place like if i'm actively looking for it then i do kind of set intentions like i'm only willing to connect to you know lighter entities spirits that kind of thing i don't want to deal with anything dark demonic only what is here to benefit my well-being and others so i kind of set those boundaries and then just kind of at that point, trust that whatever needs to come is going to come in that moment. And just very strict on that aspect. Cause yeah. 
So besides like ghost stuff, um, do you believe in like aliens, cryptids, other other things besides like spirits? Oh yeah, I definitely think that the, the world is so diverse and there's no way that it's just us living here. So I think that there's also the possibility of like, you know, different realms and worlds and all these things that are just constantly- Like dimensional travel. And yeah, like just that. like constantly coinciding. So mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. There's, there's no way that it's just us for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like how, I, as long as you keep an open mind and- a lot of people will be like, oh, that never happened. It's like, look, I, I even I, even though I'm a skeptical a, a skeptic, I still believe that people have these experiences. I oh, might yeah. not believe, you know, it's like, ah, well, I don't know. If, I can't say yes. Aliens exist. Yes. Bigfoot exists. But if someone's like this big hairy thing came, did this thing. And I'm like, OK, You're like that was just me. It's been it's been a long winter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was shaved in a few months. It's all uh, November. <laughs> yeah. <God. laughs> Nothing tone. <laughs> Just, he's like, mm, good. Still no. trying to process monkey man rollerblades. Man. <laughs> it actually was me. I, I went to India actually. Oh yeah. And now is I have an army of now? children. Is that where you went those few months? She's skating yeah. across the rooftops in New Delhi. That's what I yeah. With her That's what I do in my yeah. I, I don't want to show you guys my buns, so but Ooh. let's not talk about it. Um, just really quick before we welcome our next guest, uh, Z. For anyone out there maybe that is wondering about this, like maybe wants to open some open themselves up or is there anything that you would say to anybody before you go or like anything else that you would like to share with us about um, your experiences so I think like if someone came to me about asking about that kind of thing I would just say be very careful again set those intentions because um, everyone has different abilities and different sensitivities to things so just make sure that you're being safe not unwelcoming anything that is dangerous and just be mindful because um I do believe like asking you shall receive. So be careful what you ask for. So that, that's, that's good. Yeah. That's uh that's something to live by. Like just be yeah. careful. What yeah, you're for sure. Into. Cause yeah. if you ask, it's like, well, if it comes and then it's, it's too late. Yeah. 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 So just be careful. And, yeah. yeah. And thank you guys so much for having me on here to talk. This was thank super you. awesome and super fun. And I'm super excited to hear all the wonderful, more spooky stories that are coming. So. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you so much, Steve. And uh, we'll welcome our next guest, Sharon. So we, we also have another wonderful guest, Sharon, who is joining us, who um, also is actually probably a little bit more um, in tune with this realm. Sharon, uh, you're a medium, correct? Yes. Okay. And then we'll just ask you to just get a little bit closer to the mic. I know. Sorry. And I'm here with my friends who are also mediums. Yes. We, we got a squad. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And we, we they will, I'm sure, will definitely be uh, sharing some of their stories and experiences when we open the mic to everybody. Oh yeah! Crowd. Whenever she yes. brought up uh, Ouija board, I just saw all of them go like, mm -mm, no, <laughs> no, mm, don't, don't do it. Yeah. No, I've also had a bad. Ex oh, thank you by the way for having us all here. Oh, absolutely, our pleasure. That. Thank you guys for showing up. <laughs> thank you. Many years ago, my sisters and I used to dabble with the Ouija board. I never really felt comfortable with it, so they would put their hands on it and. They said, well, come on, you put your hands on it. And I put my hands on it and it wouldn't budge at all. It was just like 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 it was grinding. I don't know what was going on. So my sisters asked it to spell out why it wouldn't move for me. And it spelled out because I'm afraid of her. Whoa. Oh. And I was like, OK, what's I didn't I didn't want to even get into it, what that meant at the time, because um, I knew I had this gift when I was a child. But because when you're a child, adults tell you 
you're imagining things. No, you're dreaming, you're imagining things. Just push it away. So I pushed it away for years. And then I went to a hypnosis woman who regressed me into a past life. Just, uh, just messing around with it, seeing what was going on. Because as I always felt things and heard things and actually seen things. I've seen animals. I mean, just like I'm looking at you in my house. And so I just thought, well, you know, what's going on here? Is everybody seeing this? Is everybody, you know, because when you're younger, you don't really think about that. So I went to this hypnosis and she hypnotized me and she regressed me back into a previous life. And as I'm going back into this previous life, this energy was shooting out of the side of my body and it was different shapes and sizes and I could hear it. It was going and and I could actually see it. And I asked her after I said, what was going on? And she said, you're a very strong medium and you don't even know it. And I said, how did you know that this was happening? She said, because my walls were cracking. She said, when this energy was leaving you. So then she told me at the time, you need to either ask God to take this gift away from you or you need to um, try to figure out to to re-enhance it and bring it and embrace it. So I thought, okay, well, I'm God's giving me this gift for some reason. So I got Googled on the line and I found these people here (laughs) and I went to, you know, one of the churches that we all had gone to at the time. And the first time I'm in the service, this medium asks me to stand up. She told me the exact same message that I had just got from this from the hypnosis. So I thought, well, I'm going to. Um, check into this. Wow. So you have multiple mediums. Yes. Uh, uh, is a someone who hypnotized like a doctor? I guess they would no, be. No, she was just a hypnotist. A hypnotist? Yeah, and you had specialized in that. And mm-hmm. you've had ghosts that have basically said, like, you're a badass, and you have a lot of power. And <laughs> yeah. we're, they're like, oh, no, right. ghosts want nothing to do with you. We don't you, want anything to do with that's you. Crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. So why do you think it was when you guys were doing the Ouija board that they said that now that you have experience and you looked back and you look back on it, is it because maybe they weren't necessarily nice beings that were trying to contact through the Ouija board? Or why do you think that was? Anytime you mess with a Ouija board, you're not going to get good entities that come through. That's my opinion. And I think what was on the other side knew I had the power of God with me mm-hmm. and didn't want to deal, didn't want to mess with that. So, yeah. And Angels. I know, <laughs> um, I do want to tell you about an experience before I knew that I had this gift. My daughter and I had gone to, and she's in the audience, we had gone to um, a hotel. Actually, it was a huge, um, sort of like a old, old building in the 1910s it was built. And they turned it into a, like, a kind of like a bed and breakfast. When you first went in, and this was in Door County. I don't know if anybody's familiar with Door County. It's in it's in Wisconsin. It's on a little island called Washington Island. And the only way to get on this island is through a plane 
or a boat. Oh my gosh. That's oh. the only way you can get on. That's the only way you can get off. That sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. So I booked this. It was, there was eight, eight rooms and I get there and go up to the bedroom. There was no TVs in the bedroom. There was no dressers. All there was, was a bed and an end table. So I thought, okay, it's, you know, my, I had booked it with my parents. My parents had come with us. So we go down in, well, when I got it back up, when you first go in, I apologize to my friends that heard this story before, but <laughs> they start reciting it word for word. <laughs> when you, when you first go into this building, it was a big white building with a big long porch on the front. There was like a desk that you went up and you checked into the desk. They did not tell us at the time at nine o'clock at night, the little staff that was there leaves and locks the door. Thanks for they that. They didn't share that with us. I'm like, okay. Well. Where do they go? They're on an island. <laughs> they just hop on their plane. They're like, peace. See you tomorrow. Well, what happened was the staff stayed in the building behind. There was a little cottage that they would go and stay behind the building. So, which they didn't tell you that. So we're sitting in this it was sort of like a like a big room where you could eat and there was tables in there. And I just had this weird feeling come over me and I asked the waitress to come over and I looked at her and I said, is this place haunted? She looks at me. She goes, what? Yeah. Why are you asking? I said, because I have a feeling. She said, what room are you in? And I told her, she said, that's the room. And I went, oh, great. So of all the rooms, of all the, yeah, of all the rooms, go I happen. So uh, she said, do you want to be moved? And I said, yes. So she said, OK, if the people don't show up, we'll move you down at the end of the hallway. So now think about this. The rooms are all upstairs. There's two bathrooms in the middle that are that all the the four rooms on one side, four rooms on the other side. We all shared share the bathrooms, the two bathrooms. So the other people didn't show up, so they moved us down to the end of the hallway. And my daughter, she kept saying to me, Mom, I don't know why my brush keeps landing on the floor. I keep putting it on the bed. Oh. And this was the first room. And I said, well, I don't know. And I didn't <laughs> think too much about it. And then they moved us down to the end of the hallway. Well, um, that night, she goes into the shower first. And then it was my turn. It was almost like I'm watching The Shining. I'm not kidding you. Oh. I'm hearing this pounding. I'm sitting out in the hallway and I'm hearing this pounding, this loud pounding around my head. And I'm like, what the heck is that? And this lady comes out to go take a shower. And I'm still sitting there. She comes out of her shower and she goes back. And I said, is there anybody in the rooms back there? And she says, I think so. So then my daughter comes out. And then it's my turn. We get up to walk to the shower, all of a sudden blackout. All the lights go out. And I'm feeling my hands. Oh, oh, I'm back up. As the lights go out, we hear these loud boots coming towards us. And her and I are saying, who's there? Is anybody there? No, come on. If somebody's there walking towards you, wouldn't they say, don't be afraid. It's us. You know, we, we, you know, the lights are out. We can hear you. Nobody said anything. So I'm feeling my hands along the wall, trying to find out where our room is. Finally get to it. We get in there. Probably two hours go by before the lights go back on. <sighs> then the lights go back on. I go down, take my shower, go back to the room real quick. 
And my daughter is saying, mom, I, I have the lights on. And she's saying, mom, can we turn the lights off? I'm getting kind of tired. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And I, at the time I'm thinking, no, I don't want to turn the lights <laughs> off. So we turn the lights off and all of a sudden this loud pounding goes around the whole bed. She's sleeping. So she doesn't hear it. I don't think she heard it. I don't know. She's saying no. This loud pounding is going around the bed. And mind you, I have an outside window. The branches are hitting the window just like in this scary movie. The wind is blowing. It's pouring rain out. So I lay there another hour or two till the sun came up. And then I slept for a little bit. Then we, we went downstairs in the morning to the piler and had some breakfast. Um, cut to make the story a little bit shorter. So then we get in the car and we're leaving the island to get on the car ferry. There was a car ferry. And you guys know what I'm talking about, the car ferry. We stopped to get gas. And I go in the gas station and I'm saying to the lady behind the counter, boy, that was a bad storm we had last night. She looks at me, what storm? We didn't have a storm. Oh, I'm no. like, oh my God, am I losing it or what? <laughs> so then I, I didn't say anything. So I get, get on the car ferry. I still get kind of creeps when I think about it. I get on the car ferry and there's other people that actually stayed on the island there too that night. I looked at them. I said, wasn't that a bad storm we had last night? I said, we didn't have a storm. I'm like, oh my God, I must be losing it. So then I get home and I Googled this building. And what I found out from Googling it was there was a sailor and his crew when they had storms on the waters, because there's a, there's a, a, a water they're called, do you know, it's called, what is that called? It's called. Well, you're talking about Rayquil? You know, where the, the boats, the ships all went down. Oh, uh, Death's Door. Death's Door. Death's Door? Death's Door. <laughs> There's actually a place there still called Death's Door. Let's go stay on an island that's secluded called Death's Door. <laughs> Does that sound fun? <laughs> Sounds like where you go with Scooby-Doo. First, we're going to hit Shakopee, and then we're going to make our way to Death's Door. I'll make sure to get you a fridge magnet. <laughs> <laughs> and th this is this is true. There actually is a place. <laughs> So, there is. <laughs> right. So when I Googled it, this particular captain used to take his crew there and stay in this building when they had storms on the water. Oh, my gosh. And so that was. Yeah. So, so you think oh. it was like their boots and it was. The yes. Oh. And I think because mediums are known to have like a light above our heads that a lot of people don't know of that spirit can actually see it mm -hmm. and they are attracted to you. And that's how they know to, you know, that they can get messages through you to other people. Yeah. You have a bounty on your head from all the ghosts. They're like, no, yeah. we don't like her. She's, she's way too, she's like Schwarzenegger. Just like <laughs> she, ain't, she ain't scared of nothing. Bad spirit. Yeah. And you know, and you should always surround yourself with a white light whenever you, you do this because then you you don't have bad entities trying to reach through mm. you. Uh, so I think it was what th two three weeks ago we met at um, the uh, the oh, AZ Hunter oh man Halloween, Halloween marketplace, marketplace. Yeah. yeah right and you were uh, telling me a story 
actually a couple stories, but there was one that you had mentioned about uh, a cave that you were in. Oh, and I would love for you to share that story because oh. I thought that was just like so cool. Little little ghost justice. That for was you. in that was in Bisbee, Arizona, and I went Carrie. My friend Carrie. And we are definitely going to Bisbee. That is a trip coming up. If you guys watch our YouTube Scaredy Quests, that's one of the things we're going to be doing. Just Please subscribe. Thanks. Sorry, plug. <coughs> little plug. <laughs> and it wasn't it, it wasn't a cave. They had like a, a Mason's gathering where once once or twice a year they do the Mason's gathering there. Yeah. Okay, so there's only a few times a year that people right. can come in. It's actually open come to the in public. To, okay. Right. Okay. Exactly. So we had gotten, we had gone there and was part of it. And we were sitting in this, in this uh, room and we were, you know, working with the meters and things like that. And there was a host that was talking to us. And all of a sudden, one of the miners, one of the masons, I'm sorry, masons came to me and told me his first and last name. And I told the crowd, this Mason is giving me his first and last name. And the guy that was sponsoring it said, yes, we did have a guy here by that name. And some smart aleck kid that was sitting probably from me to maybe the second row, he said real loud, well, why don't you bring in the rest of the 50 names? Well, do you remember that, Carrie? Oh, yeah. Well, all of a sudden, in the guy's wife. right? And, and Carrie brought in his wife. The guy that I brought in, she also brought in his wife. Well, the other girl, she's not here. I don't think she's here. She saw an entity go behind this guy. It was she saw the shadow go behind this guy, and actually. The miner was saying other things. The Mason, I'm sorry, Mason was saying other things that I won't, don't want to repeat. <laughs> That'll be for the after hour show. Because they weren't very nice. And, and I was trying to put it in better, you know, uh, words like, please be respectable. And but that's not what he was saying. He was saying, <laughs> you know, and I'm trying to be polite. And, and all of a sudden the guy got sick. And my friends saw him, the, the the shadow behind him, and he said, I don't feel very good right now. And he got up and she said to him, were you the guy that was asking for those 50 names? He goes, yeah. And we all just started laughing because we know exactly <laughs> what happened to him. Oh, man. To see like you know? the physical like and the reaction immediately like, wow, OK, jerk, like whatever. And then he just throws up. You're like. And like you see the guy behind him, like that's that's crazy. Well, yeah, ghost yeah. justice, like you said. Yeah, like, <laughs> dude, shut up. <laughs> now, okay, I asked Z a little bit about this too, but for anyone who's, you know, maybe had an experience himself, or maybe has always wondered, like, maybe I'm sensitive to this stuff. Um, what would you say to them, or what can they look out for, or how can they, you know, be safe doing it, or or what kind of advice would you give, or or what did you wish that you would have known when you first were like exploring this? Well, I, when I first you're scared let's put it that way you're you're scared because you don't know how to act towards it and that and the first experience i had when i was a child and i can really relate to that kid from from six cents because that was me laying underneath the blanket like scared because i could feel them around me and not knowing what to do so the best thing i could tell you is always surround yourself with the white light of and um when I went to this, this, 
establishment where I found my friends, I learned there that you can tell them you have boundaries because I could feel them in my bedroom at night. And I was always scared. I always slept with the TV on, which who knows the TV is going to help you, you know, but, but I always slept with the TV on. And then I started saying, this is my space. This is my time. You need to go. And you, if you want to talk to me, I'm here for you in the morning. I'm here for you whenever. You're like business hours only. All right. Right. Let's, exactly. Let's, and that did help a lot. Okay. Wow. Um, so would you say that like. I want maybe not everybody, but like you, you do have a power over them. Like they can't bully you. You can tell them if anyone from tonight, knock on plastic, that it doesn't happen. But then you could be like, no, like it's not happening. Like, get out of here. Like you can say that, right? Like you can just kind of tell them like, not today. Always surround yourself with the white light of God because then they can't, you know, and I'm not saying that they're going to harm you or anything. I've, I've never brought in negative energy ever. I mean, that's just me. And I, I don't know about my friends. I don't know if they've, you know, had any, but they're all saying, no, they haven't. You know, mm-hmm. we've never really experienced negative energy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to hear uh, some of her stories and see if anybody else here has like some crazy unexplained stuff. Well, Carrie and I had gone to the palace in, um, Prescott mm-hmm. on Whiskey Row. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. So what is Prescott? Yeah. Well, it's oh, Caribbean, Prescott. Caribbean. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we got permission because one night I was watching the Travel Channel and there was a it was on there that they were they had a ghost story about that. So me, I just called up and talked to the manager and said, hey, my friends and I want to come down and go in the basement. And he's like, well, we don't really let people down there. I said, oh, come on, please just let us down there. We just want to go. And da, da, da. So he said, oh, OK, come on down. So there was what, maybe five of us, six of us. Yeah, us, us three for sure were there. So good size group. Yes. And so we went down there and a lot of people don't know, but there's actually like like cages on the wall that looked like where they kept the, some of the prisoners, like the Chinese used to keep down there back in the day. Well, Carrie and I act like batteries off of each other. I mean, we get so many orbs and she did bring a film so people can look at it if they want we're we're just looking around and all of a sudden this little Chinese guy and we got it on tape he comes out and he looks at us a video of it he comes out and he looks at us and then he goes back in real quick and we told him we were talking to him and we said we you're safe you're safe with us come on out and he did come back out and he looked at us for a few seconds and then he and he went back in again but you never so did you hear that? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, Somebody's great. Here we go. Oh, boy. Like, we did not plan that. First I show, last show. <laughs> like, well, this is how we die. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's just absolutely incredible. And like you mentioned, we will be, if anyone has any stories that you'd like to share, and if you'd like to ask any questions, we will be opening up the mic. You should get this video of this guy in the cave. He's uh, yeah, in the basement. In the basement and Prescott. Like, you have it right now? At the palace. Can I see it? Okay. 
Ooh. Put you on the spot. I'm going to get scared. <laughs> so when you're saying while she gets out, when you're saying that you see these entities, you, do you see them as clear as you see these people? Because obviously in depictions and movies and stuff, it's not always so clear. Yeah, they're like foggy yeah, or like an very outline or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or does it depend? For me, myself, I've never seen a person, but I've seen animals just like I'm seeing you. And they're in my house. And one time I was doing dishes and I actually stepped over a dog. It was a cocker spaniel. And to put something else on the on the counter there. And he ran or she ran right into the wall. And I saw her just like I'm seeing you. Oh, my gosh. Well, I I would say if anything was going to be at my house, I would welcome animal spirits to be around. That seems like the (laughs) best Bring me your your, your your pet pictures. Yes, please. Let me see your dogs and cats. Oh, Oh, man. That is wild. But when I'm hearing when I when spirit comes to me, when I'm giving a message for somebody, I hear them. It's like, it's not like I hear their voice. It's like thought to thought, mm. you know, they'll put a thought in my mind and my head, and then I'll repeat what I'm saying to somebody or they'll bring me to the scene of, because I was giving a, uh, my friends invited me to a Halloween party one time. So I said, okay, I'll go. And I, there was a guy that was sitting right next to me off to the right And all of a sudden I got this image of Vietnam and I said to him or said to some, was somebody in Vietnam? And the guy that was sitting to the right of me said, I was in Vietnam. As Soon as he said that I was on a helicopter, I was a gunner and I could see the ground and I could see people running and I could, and I was actually watching. And I looked at him and I said to him, were you a gunner? And he said to me, oh, my God, nobody knew that. Nobody has ever known that. And then all of a sudden I got a name of a guy and I gave him the name of this. I said, there's this guy that's stepping forward. I can't even remember his name, Wilbur. or It was a weird name. And my friend was sitting next to his wife. And all of a sudden she went, oh, shit. Ooh. And he said, yes. He said, this guy that you just brought up was in my platoon and he took two year he took two stripes away from me he said he was the gunner and he said for 40 years i've been carrying this this hatred for him he said and now i can just he's he said he because i told him i said he's asking for forgiveness to you i don't know why and then that's when he told me that and then he Mm. said he told me that for 40 years he's been carrying this guilt around and he said, now I can finally let it go. Wow. So, you know, wow. just certain things like that always happen. And I'm sure my friends can tell you <laughs> some oh. stories that they have, too. Yeah. Can we uh, can we see that footage? <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> this is this is the real deal. Okay, you guys uh, are going to see live action know, wherever is safest. Do you want her yes. to come up here and I'll I'll I can move. Yeah, that's fine. Or well, you've seen it. I can go up there by then. Yeah, I've seen. I've okay. been. I've seen it for real. <laughs> yeah, you were there. <laughs> she I was, was there. there. <laughs> okay. Hopefully, it'll show up with the bright lights on because we were down in the basement of this. Okay. Sorry, we don't have a, a screen. <laughs> so maybe after the show, you're like, hey, can I see? Um, if we could plug it in there, maybe. 
No, no, anyway, we're down in the basement. Okay. And you can see the like there's okay. where they used to. They're down in the basement. Yeah. Show this to you. Act it out. Act it out. They used to. They used to have um, Chinese servants. Uh, and they kept them down in the basement, out of sight. They would cook for the people in the saloon or whatever, and uh, then they would send it upstairs. And these right here are... Talk into the mic. Okay. It's, <laughs> yeah. down, it's down here. There we go. There you go. Yeah, that's better. Okay. So there's like these little holes in the wall, and they had like grates up and they would keep them in there after hours. We didn't know all about these Chinese servants. We found out afterwards, but here. Okay. So there's stone on both there's sides. There's stone on both sides. Pipes. This place is creepy. I can't see. I can't see. It wasn't. We didn't feel scared I, I would be scared see the yeah you, if you guys aren't scared then i'm like i'm, I'm hanging out with you because yeah. you guys will know you'll see a lot of orbs shooting too yeah yeah you will my mediumship is uh i've always seen auras oh there's some right there you see the orbs i can't see <laughs> yeah everybody's i know i know like oh my god i'm waiting okay, to see it right here okay see him glasses. See his little white hat and his little. Oh, that's a beard. That's a ghost. There's I can't his see. Arm. Yes, Everybody, that's a ghost. Yep. Pass it over now here. Watch him. Wait, I want to see the ghost. Wait, your turn. Watch closer. Him. He'll move in. Okay. He'll move out. Watch. He'll move out. See the orb that just. It's very dark. Yep. And there's a ghost. Oh, like his eyes are like reflecting. <laughs> He's right here. Right here. Yep. Sam, he just moved. And then he scoots over to the side. You'll watch him. He'll disappear. Once he sees us looking at him, he, he goes off to the side and out of sight. And we had to coax him to come back out. And there he comes back out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see it. <laughs> Dude, it was crazy, man. It was like, whoa. <laughs> You think you guys? Let me let me see. Let me see the ghost. Yeah, yeah. You you take. I can't see. I can't see. It is like tilted this way. All right, I'm with you guys. Yes, exactly. That's exactly how he was. Where? Come on, back out. Right here. Come back out. Okay. Come back out and say hi. Be friendly. Come on. Watch, he'll come back out. Does look like a foot. Well, well, let's get the. Audio off of here. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let me start it over oh, so, you, okay. so you can see. Did you Kelsey see him? was like, <laughs> I know, I want to see it. Yeah, see that after. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have to take a look. I'm trying. I'm, I'm so ready. <laughs> Didn't you have something like this happen to you, Tony? You saw it on the screen where you, had like the, you were at that place and you saw the two. And you're like, hold on, let me come over there and let me look at the video. And then you saw the two people. Oh, yeah. And see what the well, naked. Let what, me get through this first. <laughs> then I'll tell that story. We're only at the that's place right. to tell the story, but that's okay. That's right. With your eyes, you can't see it when you're looking, but you oh, can right there? You can yeah. capture it on what? On your on your 
can't, on your phones. So you guys weren't physically seen? No, we only seen him on the phone. Yeah, she only said he moves phone. over to Only the through right. the phones. Okay. You can't see the orbs either out. unless you see okay. him on the Wait, phone. Wait, no, 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 no keep it over here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> when I see it. Yeah, when we took the... He's just like hanging out the down. side. Right, yeah. exactly. Like he's holding yep. on to something and kind of like... Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. he is. When we took the phone down, we didn't I see, see him move. anything oh, by oh, the oh, naked oh, eye. Oh, oh, oh. Wait. He like, oh, okay. All right. I got it. I just had my moment. I'm with you, girl. See, those, <laughs> those paranormal guys on TV have nothing over us. No, they don't. No. I think maybe this is where we pitch you. It's just chilling right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, it's like he kind of just like goes in a little bit and then goes back out. Yeah, because as yeah. soon as he realized that we, we could see him. You got like a billion dollars in your hand. Like that's yeah. a ghost right real there. deal. Yeah. It's and then when we were talking I, to him, we I told him, don't be afraid of us. Ultimate, we were, yeah. okay, you know, we're not going to hurt you. And that, then he came out. And it's then like, if you, it, it's, it's, uh, it almost feels like an optical illusion. Cause you're like staring at it. Like, come on, come on, do something. And then he like slowly move. And then you see him move back. You're like, oh, there it is. Oh, okay. Um, can yep. people look at this after to sure. see this? Cause like, it's pretty cool. It's kind of like, you have to just like really be still and like, see it for yourself. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> what cool. he was talking about, what you were talking about uh before with yes. what i saw we were on like this ghost investigation at not, Pioneer not we no i was we. not I there was, uh, kelsey was there i think mm-hmm. oh no kelsey was not there um so we had a FLIR camera which is based like oh like uh infrared okay. and we were in a room and like the guy with the FLIR camera said there's two figures standing right next to you guys and i was like don't nobody move Cause I want to see. So like I walked over and I saw like clearly the outline of my friend standing there, but then I saw like two, like it's infrared. So it was like, like thermal, they're like purple. Like they're not bright because they're not hot, They're not hot. but you could clearly see. It. And you, I saw one, like, like it raise its hand, like wave. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And then I left. <laughs> and then I left. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to have these experiences. This is why I was like, let's do scaredy cast. Want to go find Bigfoot, the door skating <laughs> yeah, dude. After, like, that, after that story of like him just being able to rip things apart, yeah. I don't think I'm going on any Bigfoot adventures anytime soon. But I will definitely open my mind to maybe seeing a, a friendly spirit. I yeah. think I think that's where I draw the line. I, as Bigfoot, far as no. spirits go, I've, I've, I've said my story on the podcast about like the only weird unexplainable thing that's ever happened to me but you guys don't want to hear that uh they'll just have to tune in because i think we're about time to open it up to the audience i think yeah. yes you think yes. so yeah well okay. thank you yes. so much sharon thank oh, you so welcome. much for joining us and for yes. sharing welcome. your stories i'm sure you guys will do that thank you all right. So oh, I think, yeah, uh, seeing a video that no one else yeah. can see, I think it's a perfect. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait Obviously, for yeah, yeah. people to see it. Um, so the next segment we have is uh, Q&A or comments or stories, whatever you guys want to talk about. We're here. We yeah, wanna, so you are on the air. Thank you. Um, Give it yeah. up for Jeff, everybody. He's getting your mic Jeff, up. Yeah. Nice. Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Also, I think your GoPro like hates us. It was like beeping back there. That was like the perfect timing of to scare the hell out of me. So yeah, that was thank perfect. you. Does it work? Okay. Um, but yeah, of course. Uh, Shove it in wanna, there. <laughs> like, we just, just want to say. Yeah. Yeah, work it. Yeah, work it. Yeah, both hands. Yeah, work it. 
We're talking about the mic, right? What are we? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The mic. I think you guys are totally. going back to your brothel story. I'm not sure. Totally the mic. Um, no, we just first of all, we just want to say thank you guys so much for being here and for supporting. We obviously are a very small crew, but we are so lucky to have so many absolutely amazing supporters. And we hope that today was as interesting for you guys as it was for us. And just thank you so much to Z and Sharon and everybody for being here and for opening up your stories and for sharing with us. We feel very privileged. Thank you. You just reminded me, I wanted to ask you guys if you guys see or feel anything here. Here. Yeah. Yes. Is there any energy? What's what's going on? There are spirits yeah. all around us all. Okay. Uh, all that man is is a spirit trapped in a physical body on the plane. Okay. Uh-huh. So the Bible says that God made man in his image. Well, he wasn't some weird guy sitting on the throne with skin. Right. Okay. He was a spirit. Huh. Okay. So we're the same. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we all have that right now, but there's nothing like jumping, nothing coming to you. Nothing like you're not really detecting anything extra. I just want to make sure my mom's not here, like glaring at me, wondering why my room is still a mess. So it's like, you're 40 years old. Tony. <laughs> Get your crap together. Put the dishes away. <laughs> Ooh, all right. I have a funny story. Okay, well, funny then here, story. Grab that mic. Right. Heck yeah. It's not funny. It's just, it's oh. just my mediumship is in, um, I can see auras. Uh, I look at people and I can see their auras. Is that better? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's moving though. It's going down. It's going down. Going down. You might just hold it. Yeah. Okay. I'll just. Now, what kind yeah. of rinkamadoo kind of stuff we got going it's on? Here, show, guys? Man. Come on. <laughs> first time out. <laughs> um, but I didn't know I could see auras. I just thought that what I saw when I saw people, I would see a halo over their head and it would have different colors in it. And I would see areas in their halo that maybe had a dark spot or a gray spot. Yeah, I was oh, little. When you're just little. I was little. So you just thought this was normal. It's I almost thought, like having a stigmatism and you see everybody like saw them. Okay. Nobody told me they didn't. Wow. So I just assumed it's a normal thing. Okay. And nobody ever told me. So, I could see auras until I got into a spiritualist church and I'm like, huh. really? Everybody doesn't see them. <laughs> yeah. So what happened when you found out that this was not something that everyone experiences? I wondered why I could experience it. And through education, through spiritualism, I found out that everybody has different talents, just like one person can play a piano and I can't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that, that, that's my talent. That's my mm. gift from God. Wow. Mm. So when you see like, so what, it, what did the different colors mean? Just like a couple examples of that's, that's variable because it depends on what the colors mean personally okay. to me. Okay. Oh, okay. So like everybody so, has their own glasses per se. And it's like yeah. what you see be different than what right. they see. I see. Right. Okay. Interesting. Right. So hmm. I feel like has that helped you in situations like, Oh, absolutely. Feel- absolutely. I can walk past somebody in a store and know whether I need to give them a smile or, or yeah. fly a bird. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's sort of like, what's this lady like flipping me off for? I'm just getting groceries right so now. I have a question. If you guys, if any, anyone has a, uh, a hot take on it, so to speak, um, a lot of times people will say that animals can detect like bad people where like a cat just hates this person or, and like, of course, if you know, a puppy was abused by, um, by a man, maybe they don't like men or something, but like there's some times where it's just like, Oh, my, my dog does not like this one person. Like what do you, is there a connection there? Uh, the same I'm kind a, of thing or something? I'm a dog breeder. Oh, so I breed show I'm going to say yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. okay. So like, what do you think it's like, Obviously, you can't like necessarily talk to the dog, but like, what do you think that is? Like, what kind of power do they have? They see spirits just as naturally as we should be able to. But we're told as we're growing up, oh, that's your imaginary friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That's crazy. Like, you don't really see that. That, you know, so you you block it out. Mm. Animals are never told that. Mm. So. Why wouldn't they be able to? Mm. Wow. So there is a connection. And animals are just the best. Oh, yeah. They are. They're just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they well, are. thank you so much. Thank you yeah. for sharing. Thank you. Oh, 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 there it goes. That's okay. We're good. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have a story or questions or anything they would like to uh, present to anyone? And then if not, we can just let. If not, we have. Um, did you want to try out that thing? Did you try mm-hmm. one out that game? Yes, we can. Can I share my? Yes, please. Please do. Absolutely. Thank you guys for being here. I it's totally it's so my thing. Um, I'm not a medium empath. I I feel a lot, but um, you're gonna grab the mic and you hold on to it. Yeah, just take it off the stand. It's much. Yeah, yeah, there. Yes. Oh wait. Oh wait. The plug. (laughs) Jeff. Jeff. You grabbed it off the stand, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. We're good? We're good. We got it. We got it. All right. Here we go. Yeah. I just. Okay. So, so for I anyone who's a, not I familiar. I am a medium, I'm told. Oh, okay. oh. Mediumship. Okay. Yeah. So anyone that's not familiar with an empath, what does that mean to you? I feel other people's feelings, their energy. Thank you. See, I'm not as in tune. And uh, um, anywho. I'm like a battery. All right. What else? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) What color is my aura? (laughs) The story I'd like to share is, um, it's an orb story. My girlfriend came to see me after she passed. Um, January 5th, 2014, she passed away. She had a daughter. She has a daughter that was 20, 21 at the time. Uh, Christmas came that year. She... The daughter uh, stayed with me, wanted to spend Christmas Day with me. She couldn't go back home, just couldn't deal with home uh, because of her mom. So Christmas morning, I wake up, go into the living room. I had a stocking for her. I have three kids. One of my kids is the same age as her. Um, We had the stockings up there, and I was sitting there drinking my coffee. Dark Christmas tree lights were on, and something told me, get up, take a picture of the stockings. So I did. Um, Took a picture, went, and it wasn't the old Instamatic, you know, where you're looking through, it's out here. And I went to take it, and all of a sudden this big ball of light just lights up in front of Kate's stocking. 
does oh. this, this, and disappear. And I do have that on camera, oh. uh, the orb. So in instantly, I said, thanks for being here, Karen. Um, oh, man. So that's, it's real. Yeah. People talk to, talk to you. You just have to be open to it. And that's so cool that it was a positive experience for you because a lot of times you think ghosts are scary. They're there to, to scare you or, or it's like, no, like how comforting was that, you know, to feel like <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's wow. That's uh, thank you. That's so really much cool. Yeah. Thank, yeah thank you thank for you. sharing that. Thank you. Oh, right. I see. Is that Ty? Is he coming up? Do you have a story? You got something? Oh, in a little bit. Okay. Oh, he's saving it. Wow. Okay. He's saving the best for last. Uh, so, anyways, do you want to uh, you want to try out that little uh, that little I'm game watching? Grab? I'm really invested in this, like the saga of the microphone hanging on or not. <laughs> I just want to say one. Thing. Yeah. yeah. If people want to get in touch, meditate. That's the best way to open up. Okay. Yeah, and through meditation. So for anyone who didn't hear, she's saying if you do want to open yourself up to try to be able to communicate more and or just open yourself up more through meditation. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Okay, it's a good tip. I cannot meditate. My mind goes crazy. It takes practice. It's (laughs) one of those things. It's like, I mean, I've only practiced mindfulness, um, but it was like two weeks before I actually felt like, okay, this is doing something because... I did a lot of like counting and, and like breathing exercises. And then I found myself waking up thinking like, like the next morning and being like, Oh yeah, I uh, only remember counting this far. And so I was like, Oh, it worked, you know? And it's like, it, it took, it took time though. It's okay. definitely, um, just like with anything it takes practice. Exactly. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Um, and it's literally just counting and breathing and stuff. And it's, it's more of, instead of just like think of nothing, it's like, okay. But it, it's more of just like, how do I describe it? Like cars on a highway. It's like you see them going by, you see those thoughts, but you're like, I'm not going to get in that car. I don't care. Just let it go. Like it's, it's like separating yourself from all that. And I know everyone here's been stressed or is stressed or whatever. And it's like, it honestly, uh, it helped me through um, some tough times because I, you're, you're practicing being in the moment, not in the past, not thinking about something that might or may not happen. It's just, we're here right now. And this is how I feel. And this is what it is. And it's like, when you, when you keep it that cut and dry, that's, I don't know, kind of helps you feel like a little bit better, you know? Thank you, Dr. Brian. Beautiful. I will be having a (laughs) seminar um, next month. I have a story. Come on up, please. Yes. All right. Okay. Yes. So our hostess with the most is, (laughs) yes, who introduced Uh. us. Owner of the gas lot? No, no, no. Uh, executive director. Executive Ooh, director. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> um, nice. So when I was 19 or 20. Um, so like last year? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that No. Nice. I wish. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> you guys can nice. come back anytime. <laughs> All right. Yes. Um, but I was living out in California. And one night I woke up and I couldn't like something felt really tightened my chest and I just couldn't breathe. And, um, I woke my boyfriend up and I was like, Hey, I, there's, there's something going on. I, I 
I can't breathe. And he's just like, just calm down, calm down. You're fine. And my first gut reaction was to call my mom. My mom lives in Florida. I don't know why, but I, I immediately call my mom and she was mad at me. She's like, what are you doing? Why are you calling me right now? And I'm like, my oh. chest hurts. I don't, I, there's something wrong. Yeah. And she's like, just, just go back to bed. Like, okay. So I'm laying there and I'm not, I'm just, don't know what's going on. And I still, I'm starting to calm down, but I finally get myself to bed and my mom calls me the next morning and she's like, do you, why did you call me last night? And I was, well, I couldn't breathe. And, uh, she said, do you know what happened a year ago? And I was like, no, I, I couldn't remember. And at the same time, a year ago was when my mom got called that my grandmother had passed away and she died from asphyxiation. Oh. So she couldn't breathe. So Whoa. it, it was weird at the time. Cause I was, I was nervous, but then as soon as she told me that I was like, Oh, it was grandma. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You could have just said hi. Right. Your grandma was trying to kill you. Or? No, like, I, oh. I, I don't, I, I don't know like why it, <laughs> like yeah. why it happened like that and but it just wow. like yeah, yeah. Like, thanks you know next time grandma like a phone call <laughs> yeah. is just fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can you, you can just uh just oh say hey <laughs> but, yeah wow. wow yeah it was oh it was gosh. it was pretty crazy oh. that nothing Dang. else like that's ever happened since or or after that or anything no no i haven't had anything like that happen um yeah, so that was. I, I think after that, I was like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, no, man. nothing else. <laughs> that wow. was enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Wow, thank you for sharing. Oh man. my gosh. Maybe that's it was, crazy. Yeah, maybe it was her grandma that had the Ouija board things. Uh, oh, the yeah. She <laughs> we, don't gotta put, we don't got to put the mic up there. We yeah, just, 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 yeah, just yeah. hold it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or the mic. You, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm all taking the mic away from you. Oh, um, I've been a medium for a long time. Uh, I channel energy. I was, I would go once a week with a couple of friends of mine, go over to their house. And I was channeling one night and I was out. And then I finally came back in. They said, do you know that this little chair over there, they had a three, three legged chair. It was shaking the whole time. Like the whole time you were there, just yeah, like. Oh, well, I was in channeling, it was moving. And they're like, oh my God, we've never seen that before. <laughs> so, why do you think it was that chair that was moving? Just somebody was there and was just moving it. Oh my gosh. Oh, and it had never, like, it, it's not like it had like a weird leg or anything that was like always no. rocking back and forth. No, they, uh, I mean, they've had in the house for a long time. That was the first time that it happened. Oh my God. Like gosh. one time when I was in a class and I was channeling uh, a woman like over here, probably a couple a feet, foot or two from me. She goes, is this really real or not? Is she really doing this? And a Coke can, the shadow underneath fell on the floor. Ooh, she's like, There's your answer. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, that's, <yeah>. Oh, <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. You guys are, oh, that's wild. I've been doing that for a long time, so I'm used to it. Okay. Oh, uh, spirit speaks through me. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's what channel. Oh, okay. Okay. I was yeah. wondering if it was just kind of opening the doors, but I see what you're saying. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you. Well, well, so we got, we got another person back there. <laughs> He's coming up. That's for me. Wow. 
I almost feel Sir, like I have one question. Where did your hat go? Where, yeah, well, you were wearing a hat. Because I've seen he's no, got like a don't what, sorry, go oh, back and fine. get it. Yeah, we, <laughs> hold, I've hold seen on. this hat all night long. <laughs> I'm just Alakoma. I'm like that. What is, hat there's is something shiny over there. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm like a fish and I see a lure out there. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> there it comes. It's so bright. Sun, step into the light. What in the world? Is that what, what is I think it is? it is? Is that a Ooh. shark? Is that the two-butt okay. sharkaroo? Oh so, my. Is this a two-butt sharkaroo hat? It doesn't have two butts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for all the everyone else that's confused but us, on like the first or second podcast I was ever on with these these two jokers, we had a story about um, it was like volcanic uh, volcanic sharks. It volcanic not, sharks. Well, it was there was volcanic activity off the coast of New Zealand, and because of the volcanic activity, the sharks in the area had begun to mutate. Because it was like they had to adapt to like the the super hot water, harsh. Yeah. and they were like like seeing all these deformities, and somehow <laughs> we got on the topic of the shark having two butts, <laughs> and somehow being mixed with a kangaroo. Yes, yeah, because it was in New Zealand, and you guys think that's are in New Australia, Zealand. but we screwed that up. <laughs> Close enough. But anyway, so our mascot's always been a two butt sharkaroo, and I the hat with the shut. That's Beautiful. I'm glad you got it. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for dressing for. up. <laughs> I thought you were just wearing a shark hat or them like, oh, shark hat. Cool choice. <laughs> like, and then we walked up and like it was like the brim of the hat lit <laughs> as you came into the lights. I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> it's like Bruce. So do you have a story, sir? I do. The story is not my own. Mm -hmm. um, I have not personally had a, a spirit encounter. Um, I've had a lot of UFO sightings, but this is more along with like ghosts and stuff. Mm -hmm. This is my dad's story, which is strange because my dad's never really been into that stuff either. So my dad was an electrician for a hospital for 35 years. And uh, this story takes place in um, like a surgical wing and they had closed it off overnight so that the, the electricians and maintenance people can go into this room and do what they have to do. Mm -hmm. They had to close that whole like wing off or maybe they only could do it when it was closed off. So it's like two in the morning, he's working overnight and um, only the maintenance people are allowed to be in there, have access to that wing and blah, blah, blah. So he's working all through the night, but all through the night he's hearing these people talking in the room next to him and he didn't think anything of it. But then one of his coworkers shows up to like take over and he's like, Hey, who, who else is here with us? Like they've been talking in the room next door for a long time. And I thought it was just supposed to be us. And he goes, no one, no one else is in here with us. Uh. Like he didn't have a radio or anything to listen to. He's like, it's just us in the wing, like on the, like no cleaners, no, no cleaners. So he's nobody. like, that's my ghost story is that's what my dad said. he's like, they were clear as day having conversations for like hours on end. And it, there was no one else there. Like no one around him in the entire Whoa. wing of the was hospital. Was your dad like, I'm done with this contract? You can find someone else. <laughs> no, no, but he's like, that was definitely an experience he had. Yeah. Like he didn't see him, but he heard him. Wow. You Ooh. said you also mentioned a, a UFO story. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Share, share, share one at least. At just least. give us one. Yeah. I'll just give you my first one. <laughs> Sounds great. I was like nine or 10. It was Halloween. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> we thought we were being clever. We were going to scare all the other kids coming up to our door. So we're like hiding around our carport in front yard. And, um, as this, these group of kids were coming up to ring on the doorbell, like I'm hiding behind my dad's truck. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to scare him, you know? And so, but when I get up to go like towards my carport, I notice there's a light in the sky. And so I look up and it's just like your stereotypical UFO. It's about like a thousand feet above my house. And it's just like a red light in the middle with like yellow light, white light, yellow light, white light, like around the was that a circle? circumference? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I didn't really know what it was, but it scared me. So I ran to go get my sister. I'm like, you know, come look at this. Come look at this. And she's like, we're not leaving our hiding spot because they wanted to scare the other kids too. Mm. And so I ran back out and look up where it was and it wasn't there anymore. Oh, man. And it so I hovering. Yeah. It's stationary. But just like, yeah. I was going to say, that was the aliens get back at you, scaring <laughs> you so you didn't scare the children. Yeah. Oh, basically. Oh. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of supernatural justice tonight. <laughs> we need to write a show about this. <laughs> like Walker, Texas Ranger, but he's undead. Next episode of TMC. Uh, yeah. Supernatural <laughs> justice. Yeah. Uh, can I, I have to take your picture with your hat. Oh, for sure. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. I was just a little kid. Yeah. But he's been fascinated yeah. with them ever since. since. that experience. Relax. I just want to take some pictures. Oh, don't dommer him right now. Oh. Thanks. You did not. Ever Has anybody since been watching? I've been looking up in the sky and I've seen some stuff. I've yeah. Seen some. We're not alone. Ooh, no, we absolutely leaves it at that. Drop the mic. Wow. The mic. We're not alone. <laughs> Uh, anybody else got any questions, stories? Yeah, or just you know, want to talk? Rants, we're, we're lonely. Just want to yell at us. Um, if not, it's we're gonna uh, we'll wrap this bad boy up. We have one coming up. Hello, Tyler. Beautiful shirt, by the way. Hello, love that shirt. Star Wars. I got a couple. Uh, one was I was in junior high, high school. One of the places I was staying. I grew up in Mesa. Um, Lived in a smaller house with four people in there, so I slept on like the couch and stuff. But now I always look down the hall and stuff. I always just see people like walking back and forth between the rooms. Nope. Not always. People. Nothing ever happened. Nothing ever. No slamming doors. No falling stuff. Nothing. Just in the middle of the night, just laying there. Did anybody else over the head in the house? I have no idea. I never asked. Just one of those things you never talked about. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and another thing, you know, like Susan mentioned about the uh, seeing pets clear as day. My dog I had from 2000, my sister actually stole her because he was being abused. And she passed away in 2014. But ever since then, and moving to several different places, I've always seen her like walking down halls and stuff. Yeah. So it's, oh, that was always something that Brian knows because we met just like a few months before she passed away. But yeah, yeah it's moving different places and everything. Always, people always talk about how it's, Certain spirits only stay with certain locations, but she always came with over like four or five houses so far. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and that's what it was. It's, even though my sister got her and everything, got her whenever she was a puppy and stuff, she always was always skittish and everything. But she always, like right away, she just took to me, and that was, and that she's always been with. So, 
Wow. Sweet. Even loyal in the afterlife. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Right. And that's like really comforting too. Yeah. Like if everybody here like, you know, has lost a pet before, like it's, a, it's an awful feeling. Oh. Oh. Sure. Uh, do we got enough cable for that? Is it going to reach? Yes, it should. Okay. Nice. So we got the long cable. Length matters. I'm a medium, but also I am a healer, and I can see different problems that people have, physical problems, and I can tell them sometimes can be healed, sometimes they have to go to the doctor, but I can see it and I can tell you. Oh, wow. Wow. That's cool. Is there a story that you have of uh, you seeing this and having someone go to a doctor and they had something happen? (laughs) Yes, yes, one of them. Uh, One of them, I have a friend that has some problems with the knee. And the doctor said that the following day, they were going to tell them to have surgery. Um, She called me, she wanted me to go there. So I just went there and did some healing, but I just forget about it. And the next day she called me, she said she went to see the doctor and the doctor told her, what did you do? You don't need to surgery anymore, you're better. So she, she told the doctor, do you believe healing? If you believe prayer, I am prayer. Wow. wow. Oh, my gosh. Don't tell insurance companies about your gift. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. That's absolutely. Wow. That's amazing. I wish I had some kind of mutually beneficial. (laughs) I'm sure your friend and her knees good still. Wow, man. Amazing. Are we all okay? You think like, are we good? You, she's, she's like, like oh. Oh. She's I get like, those like, you know, you get those like hits in the chest every once in a while. You're just like, hey, here we go. Here you go. This uh, is it for me. I get the ring in my ear and I'm like, yeah. I lose my hearing. I'm done. This is it. This is the time. Yep. Right. I've been a groomer and I am grooming a dog and I can feel something wrong with it. Legally, I can't do anything, but I can tell the owner to take the dog to the veterinarian. Oh, yeah. They come back to me in two different people recently. You saved my dog. Oh man, that's amazing! What a what a cool gift! That's awesome, to be able to save someone's like. Oh, that's. Do you amazing. have any gifts? Me? Yeah. Um, Gift a gab. I think I got like a Jolly Rancher. You can oh. have that. All right. Uh, All right. I do not have a gift. I don't, At least, I don't know, man. I uh, I just I sit up and and I talk about monsters. Let's uh let's play this game. All right, so we're gonna play a quick game uh, before just we get out of here tonight. Just to wrap. Um, so we've we talked about some heavy stuff. Let's yeah, some we've laughs. talked your guys' ears off a lot. We apologize. Yeah. So we're gonna end it with some laughs and just thank you again, everyone, for sharing your stories. I know it can be a little scary at times, um, but I I'm glad that you guys feel that this is a safe space and we appreciate you guys telling your stories. Yeah, thank and you. you can always like email or you yeah. know comment on something or hit any any one of us up in our, our DMs on a Scaredy Cast because if you want us to share the story story for you by all means like this is what our podcast basically is a little bit of goof a lot of goofy um (laughs) a little bit of everything um and we also talk about like movie reviews and stuff don't do not get tony started don't watch halloween ends just don't do it man yeah it's a shame (laughs) don't do it um all right before we totally get off the rails with halloween tony please explain this game so what's gonna happen is brian's gonna pick a card i'm gonna pick a card okay on these cards is a horror character. We're going to pick a black card, and on each black card is a weapon. 
Okay. And then the blue card is the setting. He will debate and I will debate on why our character would win in a fight. <laughs> oh, you guys vote on who would win. Nice. Oh, so Brian, is... All right. you pick your white card there. <laughs> I'm just going to go straight to the middle. I'm shuffling what are you them up. Doing? You know, you always cut the cards, right? Oh my this is God. like a horror uh, clue. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like so live. Don't show me. Colonel Mustard Frankenstein. So do I tell? I don't. I don't tell you. Wait until you're all set. So I'll get mine. Now get okay. your weapon here. Okay. okay. I'll get my weapon. And the setting we're going to fight in. <laughs> no. We're going to fight in a wax museum. Interesting. Okay. There's. I think wasn't Paris Hilton in a in a movie about? She uh, was. House. No. The House of Wax. House, House of Wax. <laughs> there it is. Okay. That makes sense. So you uh, you go ahead, Tony. What would you get? What'd you get? Uh oh. What is it? Your These mom. were shuffled. I swear. Uh-huh. They were all shuffled. It's rigged. You even shuffled that up in front of everybody. I got Bloody Mary, okay. whose power is literally on the card, appears when someone says their name three times. Stop. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. I Mary, know. get out of here. I don't even want to play anymore. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I mean, okay, well, uh, this is going to be actually very good to hear your argument. Yeah. Against that. Okay, so, so. Okay. Who'd I, you get? I got ki- Killer Marionette. <laughs> is that a like a Spanish dancer? You no, got like the, like, uh, the little it's puppet. It's like a puppet. Yeah. Puppet on string. Yeah. What's the goosebumps? The, uh, okay, so a Killer Marionette. <laughs> Night of the Living Dummy. Game. It's like, is that a flamenco dancer? Yeah, I'm thinking like the, the fancy dresses and I'm like salsa. <laughs> like, okay. Gain strength Hello. by drinking blood <laughs> so my puppet gains strength by drinking blood and bloody mary i am bloody mary but i'm in a mirror so you can't even get to me to drink i blood. win i'm gonna drink you You're, i gain strength by drinking bloody mary's wait bloody mary one of those okay what are you gonna do to me you're stuck behind glass pal we need to set some parameters. Do you guys each get like 30 seconds to give your best argument of why you would win? And then we're going to pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. Well, now, if you want to really mix it up real quick, okay, I can pull out the purple card, which gives us a circumstance of what's happening around us. You want the purple card? Yeah. Let's get the purple card. <laughs> hey, this is your game, pal. I'm just playing it. Clearly. We are in a fight in the middle. The area we are fighting in is covered in bear traps. (laughs) Well, I'm screwed. You're in a mirror. I'm in a mirror. And I'm dancing around. You're dancing around. I get, I'm done. I don't have to do anything. Rigged. Let's do another one. That was crap. Okay. That was crap. (laughs) Fair enough. I forfeit that one. There's nothing I can do about that. Mine was too scary. Too scary. I'll pick for you. You pick for me. Okay. Look, here's your person okay. thing. Here's your here's whatever. Yours. Thanks, yeah, pal. we here's need that. one that we can actually get some input yeah. from the audience. Yeah, yeah, we need the audience. Yeah. To I think Tony was being quiet oh, over there moving the nice. cards when we weren't paying attention. I got a good one. All right, what's the blue? Where are we at? We're locked in the killer's basement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's in the bag. All right, I go ahead. I am H.P. Lovecraft. The famous author. And I can summon and command the undead, Kelsey. Oh. All right, you might have got me on that, but I'm gonna uh-huh. cry. I'm a killer clown, baby, <laughs> and I stalk and kill 
my opponents in their dreams. Ooh, Freddy Krueger <laughs> clown. So we're you're locked in a basement. We are both locked in this basement. H.P. Lovecraft's a human. He's got to go to sleep. He's just a dude. He, and then I get you. But you know what doesn't sleep? The undead. Zombies. Yeah. So we're in this basement and I just brought in all these mm-hmm. zombies. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do, clown? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> do zombies sleep? I don't. Wait, 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 wait. But HP Lovecraft does. So when he sleeps, I get him. But the zombies are protecting me from sleep? From you. They attack you in your dream. Yeah. 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 Yeah, But let's let's ask the crowd. What do we think here? Yeah. Thank you. No, 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 no. The The killer uh, clown stalks and kills opponent in their dreams. He's only exists in their dreams. I think this calls for a purple card. Mm. The ground is slick with blood and gore. Wait, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get uh, do we, a show of hands here, and I'll let you be the judge. You count because you're probably better. I, I can't even glasses, read. I'll so. try. All right. All right. Who says Killer Clown takes it? Okay, we have. Okay, who thinks H.P. Lovecraft gets it? Undead. And his undead. Yeah. Oh. I think I lost. Oh, dang! Like, right? Like that's almost like flip a coin. <laughs> he slips yeah. and then I kill you in his dreams. Yeah. 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 All right, fine. You, well, you want to do one more, and then we'll end it. The worst Walking Dead episode I've ever. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> one more then let's let's uh okay one more here we go that's yours no, you thanks. guys are like this um i have thing like we were just end up playing here all night you want to grab one i do not <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> right. yeah seriously here we go we are at camp crystal lake Ooh. <laughs> all right i like friday the 13th you sure do bud over an ancient indian burial ground Okay, so the setting is we're at Camp Crystal Lake. All right. There's an ancient Indian burial ground. Okay. I'm Carrie. You just Carrie? Just Carrie. Okay. (laughs) And I burn up. Wait a minute. She's she's Carrie. Uh, And I burn up in any amount of light. How is that a weapon? I burn up? That's literally... What? Yeah, you're fucked. (laughs) I gotcha. I'm going to set myself on fire. That's not a weapon. This is a weakness. But you have telekinetic powers because you're Carrie. It's always dark on Jason. Okay, so I have telepathy and I can kill myself. What's your power? (laughs) If you're ever in a bind, you're just like, I can crawl out of a TV to attack my opponent, (laughs) but I am also a Wendigo. (gasps) Okay. Uh huh. What's a Wendigo? A wind- what a great question. Thanks. So, so a Wendigo is a cryptid that uh, lives in the legend of a lot of, um, uh, not miners, um, prospectors. Okay. A lot of times it deals with greed, but there's kind of like a, there's like two different kinds in a lot of these Almost stories. Like a dark leprechaun type thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so it's kind of like, imagine somebody that is obsessed with uh, greed okay they get um they when they turn into a wendigo um which is be i think by being attacked by another wendigo um they they're they're cannibals oh 
Um, a lot I of thought this, a Wendigo was like a like a ghost werewolf, or was it just a movie? Probably it was just a movie. Yeah. A lot of times they have like deer antlers. They're kind of like yeah. forest creatures. Yeah. Um, but Wendigos in the legend or the lore of like miners and stuff, um, when people would get trapped. If they had like a cave in and when the people would start going crazy from hunger and the deprivation of light, they would start cannibalizing. And then the, the legend is you turn into a Wendigo um, powered by greed and the hunger for human flesh. So he is basically a bloodthirsty miner that can crawl out of TVs. Yeah. And I just die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if that TV turns on, you're fucked. But like, I can I can move light. the TV. I like this. <laughs> what if I what if I just turn the TV off? You can't. Why not? I've already crawled out of it. <laughs> so then what what can I use with my telepathy? What do I do with that? There's there's no TV on the light. Oh, yeah. Is there yeah. any TVs there? Yeah, there's just like there's no, no TV over no Camp Crystal. Like, yeah, yeah. Is there any so TVs out there? I'm going to say that it's 2022. There's TVs in everybody's <laughs> pocket. Crawls out of cell phones. What I is do, this? You can watch TV on a cell phone these days. I just crawled out of your pocket. Oh, <laughs> so I'm Carrie. Yes. All right. So then what I do is I uh, I wait till morning. And while you're Why does all your fighting involve waiting for something like I'm your opponent. I'm gonna come get you. I'm going to burn up in the sun (laughs) and I'm gonna take you with me. I'm going to just self-immolate. We're both gonna die. So that's what you're gonna do. I'm just What else am I supposed to do? I just crawled out of your pocket and I eat you. I guess, or I use my (laughs) telepathy and I take the phone and throw it into the lake and I'm like, screw this. Can you can Wendigo swim? I don't think so. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. This game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think uh, you guys are both winners. In Why couldn't game. I get armed with a hacksaw? <laughs> Rigged. <sighs> okay. Anyways. Anyways, uh, this has we do not own this game, but if you guys <laughs> if you guys want to buy it, it's not called us. Super Fight. Um, yeah. So while we wrap up, Tony, if anyone wants to connect with us or if they want to follow along on our journey of ScaredyCast, where can they do that? Uh, if you go to ScaredyCast.com, scroll to the very bottom, you'll see icons for all of our social media on Facebook and TikTok and Instagrams and Twitter and everywhere. Also and on the banner outside, we have a QR code. If you scan that, it'll take you to the thing and it's super easy as well as flyers and to um i mean obviously your guys's support here just being here tonight it's been so amazing like we mentioned at the beginning this is our very first live show and we couldn't have asked for a better audience seriously um, so give you guys you like so yourselves yeah. a round of applause yeah. like thank you so much for driving i know a lot of you traveled a very long way who drove the here. farthest oh uh, yeah who, who who's uh who came some distance Anthem. Anthem. Okay, that's where you're from. I'm from Anthem. Okay. Anybody? I live by South fries. Mountain. That's pretty that's good. Far. By the fries. Santan might Santan. might take the cake. Woof. I might take the cake. Uh-huh. But you're our producer, so you kind of have to be here. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank yeah, you so thank much, you. guys. Like we were so worried that no one was going to show up. So. <laughs> and uh, new episodes of the podcast drop every Monday on Spotify, iTunes, whatever, Google, you anywhere you can find a podcast, it's there. We also have some merch if you care, and uh, hang around if you want. We'll we'll be here. We're gonna go mingle. Thank you guys. Thank you, thank you guys so much.